Hi, this is Sumedha from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 22nd of June. In a rare press conference in Washington today, Prime Minister Narendra Modi and US President Joe Biden will take two questions each, CNN reported. The report said the Indian side was initially reluctant about the press conference and pushed the idea of a joint statement. The report also said, and I quote, Indian officials initially balked at the White House's insistence. Two US officials familiar with the matter said, the ask was unwelcome territory for Modi, who does not hold news conferences in India, where Press Freedom Group says he has overseen a crackdown on reporting, unquote. Meanwhile, White House National Security Spokesperson John Kirby said there is an understanding that the press conference is a big deal. The format of the press conference will include one question from the US press and one from an Indian journalist. PM Modi has held only one press conference in India in his nine-year-long tenure as the Prime Minister so far. But in the press conference in 2019, he did not answer any questions. During his foreign visits as well, he does not usually hold press conferences. On his first state visit to the United States, PM Modi so far has been seen doing yoga and meeting Neil deGrasse Tyson and Elon Musk. He gifted Jill Biden a 7.5 carat green diamond and has been having crucial dinners and meetings with US President Joe Biden. Today, Congress slammed Union Home Minister Amit Shah's decision to hold an all-party meet in Delhi to discuss the situation in Manipur amid Prime Minister Narendra Modi's visit to the US. Senior Congress leader Rahul Gandhi tweeted, and I quote, Manipur has been burning since 50 days, but the Prime Minister remained silent. An all-party meeting was called when the Prime Minister himself is not in the country. Clearly, this meeting is not important for the Prime Minister, unquote. Since 3rd of May, Manipur has been simmering with ethnic clashes, resulting in the death of over 110 people. With continued tensions in the northeastern state, Union Home Minister Amit Shah called for an all-party meeting on the 24th June in New Delhi to discuss the situation. The announcement followed Assam Chief Minister Himanta Biswas Sarma's meeting with Shah in New Delhi. However, at a press conference, Congress termed the all-party meet on the Manipur situation as too little, too late. Congress General Secretary K.C. Venugopal said, and I quote, The PM has not uttered a single word yet. The PM should find some time for our own state, Manipur, as well. The Home Minister has already been there and has done exercises there. What is the point of the Home Minister calling a meeting again? At least, there should be a meeting of the Prime Minister level and that too in Manipur. Prime Minister should find little time for our own little state Manipur also. Unquote. Today, the Delhi police arrested a man from Bihar for allegedly leaking personal data of people registered on the Covin portal app for vaccinations, Indian Express reported. The police accused the man of creating a bot on Telegram that provided details such as names, date of birth, phone number, passport and Aadhaar card numbers of individuals registered on Covin. The Delhi Police Special Cells Intelligence Fusion and Strategic Operations also questioned the mother of the accused. She is a healthcare worker in Bihar. A police official told the Indian Express and I quote, We know he was not selling the data to anyone in particular. He tried hacking the system and was successful. When he realized he could put all the data online, he did. We don't think he had any other ulterior motives. Unquote. 
the fourth, a Malayalam news portal had first reported on the COVID data breach after it accessed details of Kerala Health Minister Veena George, COVID panel chairperson Ram Sevak Sharma, Congress General Secretary K C Venugopal, and Union Minister Minakshi Lekhi. The COVID app holds the data of more than 110 crore people. The Telegram bot was taken down on 12th of June. The Aam Aadmi Party has threatened to skip a key opposition meeting if the Congress does not back its campaign against central government's ordinance to reshape Delhi's administrative services. An AAP source told NDTV, and I quote, "The Congress must support us on the issue of the Delhi ordinance. We will boycott the opposition meeting if it doesn't, and stay away from future opposition meetings." Unquote. Tomorrow's opposition meeting organized by Bihar Chief Minister and Janata Dal United leader Nitish Kumar will be held in Patna. It is expected to set off the opposition's joint strategy for the upcoming 2023 Lok Sabha elections. But AAP's move can derail these efforts to come together. On Tuesday, Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal had also expressed hope that the Congress will clear its stand on the ordinance at the opposition meeting on Friday. Congress leader Sandeep Dixit took a dig at the ultimatum. He said and I quote, "Kejriwal ji, no one will miss you. You were looking for excuses to skip. This meeting is not for people who make deals." Unquote. Meanwhile, on AAP's decision, West Bengal Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee said and I quote, "I cannot say what will happen at tomorrow's meeting, but I am certain we are all here to fight the BJP together like a family, one to one." Unquote. Listeners in the report titled Pending Applications Stigma Central Scheme to Help Manual Scavengers Find Other Jobs Stuck in Quagmire in Uttar Pradesh my colleague Pratyush Deep exposes the gaps in the implementation of central government scheme for rehabilitation of manual scavengers he learns that despite quitting the work of manual scavenging many workers are not properly rehabilitated and aided resulting in them carrying out similar sanitation work to make ends meet The report also highlights the role of caste in maintaining the status quo. Please log on to our website newslaundry.com and read this report. We are able to bring you such reports because you have got our back. And in case you have not subscribed to News Laundry, consider doing so. Today, Russia-backed officials said that an explosion damaged a bridge linking Crimea and Ukraine's mainland as Ukrainian counteroffensive unfolded during the day. Crimea was annexed by Russia in 2014. Russian forces in Crimea used the Chongar Bridge to reach southern Ukraine's Kherson province. Russia and Ukraine both control different sides of the Kherson province, which is a focus of fighting. Ukrainian troops are trying to reclaim the Russian-occupied territory. Ukrainian authorities have said that Russia must withdraw its forces from Crimea for the nearly 16-month war to end. They have also said that Moscow must withdraw from areas it has seized since last year's invasion. Vladimir Konstantinov, chairman of the Parliament of Crimea, said the damage to the bridge was not severe and is likely to be repaired within some days. Vladimir Saldor, the Russia-appointed head of the occupied parts of Kherson province, said the explosion was seemingly caused by a long-range cruise missile. Ukrainian authorities did not comment on the bridge. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. 
be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world. Thank you.